the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Today. I'm Rick Probst. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this weekend. We have had some amazing guests, and uh, we continue that with Nicole Hunt. We've had Nicole on many, many times on uh, Faith Talk Live, and now Faith Talk Today. She joins us. We want to talk about the uh, March for Life that happened on January 19th. It is a annual event. It's a yearly event, and some really cool stuff happened. Plus, we want to catch up. Uh, with so many things. She is, of course, a mother, wife, an attorney, writer, and spokesperson for Focus on the Family, The Daily Citizen. We'll tell you how you can read her stuff and find out more about what's going on. Nicole, welcome. Hi, good morning. Good to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. You have been to so many uh, of these. Uh, tell us about this one. How'd it go? Yeah, I'll tell you. One thing that was unique about this one is that in the past five years or so, there hasn't been as bad weather, I think, as there was this past year. But I will tell you that it didn't stop the crowds from coming. It didn't stop the families to, to come participate, the high schoolers or the college students. And if you attend one of these events, one of the things that will stick out to you is the fact that there is so many youth participating in this event. This really is an event that's being led by the youth of our movement. What stood out to you as far as uh, maybe messages this was the 51st annual, and it's only the second since Roe was overturned by the Dobbs decision. So we're about a year and a half, a little bit over that, since that uh, reversal happened. And I think, so the theme this year was with every woman for every child. And I think what that theme really encapsulates is the idea that this is the future of the pro-life movement. It is coming alongside women and families who find themselves in unexpected and unplanned pregnancies who are trying to figure out if they have the resources, the finances, the community, the support that they need in order to bring a life into the world. And so what that theme is about is it's about hooking up with women and families who need help, becoming the community for them that they need, and that this is what the pro-life movement needs to do in order to change culture in order to move hearts to become more pro-life, we have to be tangibly engaged in helping to provide those efforts on the micro level. And then at the larger level is we're seeing that happen through pregnancy resource centers. And so there was a big emphasis on what are the pregnancy resources centers doing and how are they helping us in this movement? And I'll tell you a couple of the stats that Jeannie Mancini, who's the president of the March for Life, shared. The first is that these pregnancy resource centers in 2022 they provided over $350 million worth of free services wow. to women and to families and to kids who needed help. And so this is the first major number. It's something that we should be touting loud and clear because these are, for the most part, either low cost or completely free services to families who need them. And then the second number that she cited, which I think we should all be aware of because this is a great great statistic to quote, is that these pregnancy resource centers have an approval rating of over 80 percent. 
most people support pregnancy resource centers because they're stepping in where the government isn't delivering, where Planned Parenthood doesn't deliver, and they're helping families out of these uh, times of crisis or these pits that they're in when they need help. Nicole Hunt with us. Uh, she writes and uh, she's a spokesperson, a spokesperson for Focus on the Family. You know, you mentioned, Nicole, that younger people are showing up, uh, which is a good thing, right? That's how movement continues and, and gains its strength. What, how does it feel to you? Now, you've, you've been around uh, pre the, the reversal and now post the reversal. Uh, what are you most excited about and what are they asking and how are you guys empowering them? And educating them. Yeah, that's such a great question. So after the March for Life, uh, where I saw a ton of students marching, um, I was also able par- to participate in the National Pro-Life Summit, which is put on by Students for Life. And they invite high schoolers and college students from across the country to participate in this day-long conference. And really what it is, is it's a day of advocacy training for high schoolers and for college students on how to promote life on their campuses and how to advocate for women uh, who might be in, you know, who might get pregnant on campus, making sure that those women aren't feeling pressured by the school to get an abortion, but that those students know that there's resources and services available to them and to continue their education while they also um, have a baby. And so being a part of that was such an interest. This is the second year I've attended it. And it is just so fantastic. There's not a lot of organizations that are out there providing on-the-ground training to students, basically on apologetics for a pro-lifer. And these students um, are are getting this training. They're also getting social media training so that they can get onto social media platforms and they can share their position boldly about what they believe and why they believe it. And then they can share it with the rest of the, the youth in their generation. And so it's really exciting to see how much momentum and fire, and this is the chant that they have. It's, we are the pro-life generation and we will abolish abortion. And they're like just the energy, the, the commitment, the desire that these kids have to fight for human rights for all people beginning in the womb. It really is just electric, it's exciting, and it makes me really proud of what the future of this movement is gonna be. It's not negative, it's not mean, it is loving, but it is loving people with the truth. You know, the uh, pro-life movement has been going on for for decades, right? And as you mentioned, this is the 51st. What are some of the old folks saying about the the newbies? I'll bet they're pumped too, aren't they? They are actually, they had uh, Mike Pence there. He came at the very beginning of the day as some encouragement to all the kids. And he, you know, he just shared, I thought it was really touching. He shared, you know, like I'm a part of the generation that saw this come to be, but this is kind of the end of our chapter. And the next chapter of this movement is going to be you guys, it's going to be the youth and it's going to be you speaking truth to your generation. And, you know, he basically was kind of like, we're passing the baton on to you and we're rooting for you guys to be able to continue this fight. And so it really was a powerful moment. I think a lot of the kids felt really empowered. I think that in the pro-life movement, there is a lot of that. Last year, they celebrated the heroes at the March for Life. They celebrated who are the heroes of the past who got mm. us to this moment. That's but good. there is this recognition that the, that the next generation has to pick up the baton and keep running because the fight's not over. As you mentioned, this has become a 51-state and federal battle now. We're in every state fighting on abortion policy, as well as the federal level. So um, we need people as sharp and as uh, wise and as discerning as ever in the pro-life movement to continue to fight for rights for the preborn. 
Nicole Hunt with us. Uh, she is a writer, spokesperson for Focus on the Family. You can read her stuff. The Daily Citizen at FocusOnTheFamily.com. We've got a few minutes, and Nicole, and you talk a, a lot about uh, the, the hearts changing. And it sounds to me like God has just uh, changed some hearts, some softened the hearts of the younger generation. And it's so good to see this movement not only continue, but uh, pick up steam and speed and fire and uh, we believe with you that uh, we'll get this thing uh, finished and and done. Tell us how we're doing on the on the state level. We know that things were turned over uh, at Roe v. Wade, but it's become a state issue. How are we doing there and how can we help? Yeah, well, the biggest the biggest thing we need to be paying attention to for part of the pro-life movement is that. Uh, these ballot abortion measures have been very successful. The abortion industry has a 100% success rate of passing these constitutional amendments that protect a so-called right to abortion. We saw it this last fall in um, Ohio. Before that, we saw it in Michigan and uh, California and Vermont. And so what we know is that this fall, they're targeting at least 12 more states hmm. for these abortion amendments. And in many of them, it's they're already starting to collect signatures in some, they've finished collecting. So something that maybe your your listeners um, know about this past week in Florida, the Supreme Court was listening to a case that was challenging the language of the abortion amendment. The state arguing that it's too vague and it needs to be shot down. If it is shot down, then it won't be allowed to uh, go to the people for a vote this fall. Um, so that's something we should keep in mind. The Florida court is expected to rule on that um, on that court. Uh, case by April 1st. So that's something people can keep in mind. I know here in the state of Colorado, they are already collecting signatures and in many other states collecting signatures to try to get the abortion constitutional amendment on ballot. So if you live in a state that's doing that, you know, don't sign on to that. And more than that, have conversations with your friends about why you're not signing on to it. The truth is, is that most of these abortion amendments are far more extreme than most Americans are comfortable with. Over the summer, there was a poll that said 64% of Americans believe there should be some restriction on abortion. Mm -hmm. These amendments are making abortion available to women through all nine months of pregnancy for practically any reason. So these, these amendments are very radical, very extreme, and so they should be shot down at each of these state levels. And, and if they become the constitutional law of that state, the only way to reverse it is to pass another constitutional amendment repealing it. So we, we have a lot of work ahead of us as, as the pro-life movement to try to keep these from getting on the ballot and then change enough hearts and minds so that if they get on the ballot, we can repeal them off the ballot when the time comes. And then one other thing that um, listeners should keep in mind is March 26th is the date that has been set for the Supreme Court to hear oral argument. This is the United States Supreme Court to hear oral argument in the abortion pill case. And that is the case about mifepristone being unsafe for women and the FDA not properly following their procedures in order to make it more readily available. But it now has become readily available and it is uh, killing women. So so that case will be heard on on March 26th. And oral argument will probably give us an indication as to where the justices might end up voting and uh, and how they might rule in this case. Of course, we won't expect a decision on that until the very end of the term. This will be the first time that they're actually dealing with an abortion case since the Dobbs decision. So it's something to pay attention to, to be mindful of and absolutely to be praying about and praying for that the Lord would protect women and protect babies and take this chemical abortion pill off the market. 
Nicole, always great to have you. We'd love to pick up uh, with you maybe in a few months to see what's up. You can read uh, Nicole's stuff, dailycitizen.focusonthefamily.com. Check that out. Focus on the Family, of course, you hear here at Faith Talk Atlanta. Nicole, thank you so much. God's blessings to you. Appreciate all that you do. Blessings to Jeff and and uh, and your family there. Hey, we got to go. It's been a great, uh, great show. We'd love for you to listen to our podcast. You can hear Nicole again, and uh, you can share that podcast with so many people. Go to faithtalkatlanta.com. You can also watch us because uh, we are recording this interview and always do. Thank you so much, Ezra Ortiz, my amazing producer. He wears a Superman cape, except for it doesn't say S. It's a big E. Ezra, thank you so much. Until next time. I'm Rick Probst. Have a great week. We'll see you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.